that's some shit that you don't do. I'ma say rap on my nigga. That's some shit that I'm gonna do. Fuck all the commas. Let's fuck all some commas, nigga. Let's fuck all some commas. Do this shit wrong. Welcome to another edition of the Fantasy League podcast. Tonight, I'd just like to welcome to the pod the inaugural champ, the two-time champ, the go to this league, the Messiah. If you don't like the sitch, it's probably because he's fucking your bitch. It's Gib. Good evening, Gib. Um, I'd like to welcome you to the podcast tonight. Obviously, uh, you're a really big sponsor of the, the program and you're ensuring that we can put food on the table here. Um, as, as a a podcast manager that doesn't get paid heavily for what I do. So thank you for your sponsorship, but it was a pretty difficult weekend. And do you actually have any money left after almost losing it all on a, a disappointing weekend on the punt? Um, oh, also thanks for the intro, France. I didn't think, uh, I didn't think you could come up with that, but that was, yeah, nice for you to go out your way and uh, say that. Um, on the spot too. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, nah, it look overall, it was a pretty brutal week. Um, but um, yeah, managed to save myself with uh, with the Rams covering and then hitting a, a nice little same game today, which was uh, which was nice. It would have been very a lot better if uh, Lamar somehow thought that getting in you know in the end zone was a good idea, but that's okay. It was I won't be greedy. Could this be one of the most brutal weekends that you've uh, been through in your punting career? I guess obviously starting on Friday with the, with the disappointment of the Tampa Bay versus the Dallas Cowboys game rolled into the, the races on Saturday, disappointing red zone. And like you mentioned, you, you probably only made maybe $350 back and that was today with the last-ditch uh, effort on the uh, Baltimore Ravens versus the Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah, for sure. Um, there was definitely recall last year I think there were two weekends of just a genuine strip, which while I was using points bet as well at the time, probably cost me like 450 bucks in the end. But um, no, it was a brutal weekend, but it's, I'm still quite positive about the, the whole you know, results of it. Are you happy that it's out of the way in week one, potentially, because you mentioned last year there's a couple of strip outs and, and I'm sure there won't be too many. Is it maybe a good thing that it happened in week one? It can give you a bit of time to reflect on the strategies because I've just got in front of me the winning bets that you provided this week, singular, and you, you hit one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. You hit more than half, like a lot more than half. Do you just think you got your combinations wrong? Because you were... Yeah. Well. Um, yeah, well, that's what I was going to get into. Um yeah, the ones I did hit were, to put it like this, I didn't hit one using a bonus bet, which I find absurd. I think everyone in the uh, chat Sorry, just lagging there for a second. We may have lost Gib there. I think his connection's a little bit dust. Do we, do we have you back now, Matt? Can you hear me? Yeah, it's a little bit laggy, that's all. Um, breaking up a little bit, I'm not sure. If someone's hijacked your internet, or if you're trying to play PlayStation, because it's a little bit, uh, a little bit fuzzy there on the line. <laughs> Tell me if you can hear me. I'm, I'm on, uh, I'm on 5G, and yeah. Yeah, I was playing a bit of Rocket League. Yeah, um, might have paused that. It's a little bit, little bit scratchy. We'll, uh, we'll try again. Just take us away, Gib. We'll, we'll touch in on how y- your combinations were off. Oh, does it work? Yeah, that's better. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, as I was saying, yeah, the combinations were good. I was. The thing is, I'm completely happy about the whole 
like, all the time I spent on on research because it, it it sort of did pay off to an extent. It's just like you see all these pages and all these like um you know different vet star uh, Twitter accounts and they're obviously doing quite well because they're betting stakes on on one leg. Like it's obviously a lot a lot easier to hit one leg opposed to you know three combinations. And where I think I went wrong and I'm we can probably speak on others as well, is that people don't like and I even tried for this last year. But people don't like doubling up on certain legs. Like for example, I thought Keen, like Keenan Allen's receptions would probably like comfortably the lock of the week, and I only put him in two of my you know say eighteen bets because I was just too scared. Like if he doesn't get it or gets injured, yeah, I'm down three hundred worth of bonus bets and. Yeah, you know, it just it just sucks. Like, it'd obviously be just the worst feeling. But in hindsight, if I had done that and had a backed just like literally only the only the props that I liked, I think there was like there's no way that I don't come out hitting like three to four bets, paying, you know, anywhere from two to three hundred, four hundred dollars. So do you think you just have to let your nuts hang a little bit more, put more on the line? Because I yeah, guess... Yeah, 100%. 100%. Um, you just have to... I think you just have to stick with, like... I'll continue doing my own stuff and, like, you know, I know Pitts sort of follows it pretty well. Um, and, you know, me and Chad talk, you know, often about what, like, what he likes, what I like. And now that Chad doesn't have any commitments Saturday, um, it'd be a lot easier to you know, work in a more precise like, and accurate. So we have the certain markets to go by. Um, but um, yeah, as I said, like, even I was adding things like, like, which cost me multis in the end. Like, I was adding things like DK reception overs, which I never once studied like that, nor did I like. It's just that I, got, I, I run out of options to add to like bet slips. So I thought, oh, why not add a guy that, you know, probably should get those receptions, but, you know, I'm still not sure about just to, like, just to feel the bet. And it ended up being the one leg that, like, the cost of the whole multi. So that's what I'm going to avoid doing this week. So I mean, you just have to avoid um, adding random legs in. Do you think that another strategy that you could do if you really do want to make money is, I guess, stake singular legs? Because I've got it in front of here. You suggested roughly 21 different bets and, and 14 out of 21 hit. So if you, you're staking consistently, you're going to come up with almost a, a 25% profit, uh, which is quite well, yeah. 50% profit, uh, which is good. So you're putting in 100 and pulling out 150 roughly. Yeah, correct. But the thing is, no one, like, oh, it's just too hard with, um, with bonus pay, like no one wants, no one's going to use their bonuses for a staking plan. Like, it just seems ridiculous. It's and I don't blame because yeah. I, I, yeah, no, I wouldn't do it either. But um, if you were just going $100 bet, I'd find it so, like, I'd find it incredibly hard to believe that as a, like, as a collective, we'd go under 50% hitting 
a certain prop just based on like our knowledge and just based on like the group knowledge and uh and the like, research that we do and the predictability i think of nfl props like there is a pretty good strike yeah. rate if, you, if you stand by conditions Correct. obviously bear an injury or ridiculous game script like we saw Correct. in the uh, the game with green bay there against green bay, uh, yeah. new orleans like that game yeah, was expected and, and even i guess more so like the derrick henry uh, situation in the tennessee versus arizona we didn't expect those crazy game scripts but i think that could be a good yeah. strategy if you have a bankroll of maybe two thousand dollars or or so um and you can, you can do a hundred hundred dollars on each of gibbs props because like you mentioned I, i'd find it hard to believe on any given week that we would go under that 10 um do you yeah. think that could be a good strategy for people with a nice bankroll yeah, 100%, but it's just, I guess, like, the whole reason, you know, a lot of us are laying, are laying bets is because we're eliminating risk. And even myself, I probably won't, if I have, if it's, like, seems that that's the way it's going, where it's, like, working well with what I'm hitting, I'll look into staking. But, like, for now, people like, you know, like, Brill, myself, um, pretty well everyone, actually, is, like, just want to avoid... Like the whole point of laying is that we're avoiding our cash loss. So yeah. it's just hitting that, that like hitting three or four $200 bets. Um, that is going to be the best way to profit. Yeah. And it's yeah, going to be the best way to profit long term. And if you're spending, like, no doubt. Sorry, I got you. Continue. Yeah, so say you say you're spending five hundred dollars a week on on lay bets, and you're going to pull out twelve, fifteen hundred dollars worth of bets if you're using sports bet points bet and all these different things. So, like you said, yeah. all you have to do is hit two or three at two hundred dollars, then you have that big boom potential with your other ten to fifteen bonus bets, and you can have a massive week. So you don't have to hit many to to break even. Yeah, correct. Um, yeah, it's just about. Although it's good to like. I definitely suggest chasing, yeah. I definitely using a couple of few to chase that, you know, five to a thousand dollar range. Cause like we're just we're going to hit them this year. Like, there's no doubt people are just going to hit them this year. But you've also yeah just got to aim to hit four to five, like three. Well, I'd probably say three to four in that two fifty three hundred dollar range. And yeah, it's just it's going to be the best way to profit. Because you, like, even long you, term. you have to, I guess, mitigate that risk. Otherwise, you're going to do yourself out of money every week because you're not guaranteed with your back lays unless you're getting that points bet on a Saturday special where it's a 10. Like sports bet, second or third, it still can be hard to hit. And I know that myself, uh, you get seven bet returns and you might only walk away with one or two uh, hitting during the week and you've spent $70 cash and you've only pulled out one or two bonus bets on a day. Yeah, correct. Um yeah, and Saturdays can be very expensive, especially if you don't, you know, if they're not, they're not hit, um, like the horses aren't placing. It becomes a very expensive day. I think we're lucky now that Sportsbet has, I guess, tried to compete with Pointsbet, um, and now they're going to fourth, which has been a massive game changer, I think, if they continue that every Saturday and giving us that second, third, fourth option across three tracks. That will make a massive difference. Yeah, it will big time. Because um, I can't, oh, I can't fathom the amount of times my fucking horse has come forth, and I've just been angry at it. 
It is frustrating, yeah. or, or they, they win, so it's always the case. But do you yeah, think, and that's even worse. Do you think maybe the problem that we're finding is, and I guess I'm probably one that uh, would be the biggest culprit for this, is just putting too many legs in your multi, trying to go for that hero um, that hero multi where you're pulling $5,000 from a, a $50 bonus bet. Do you think that we should maybe restrict it to three and four at the absolute most, not five, six, seven leg multis? Um, look, I actually, I actually don't mind that bet. I don't, I think twenty five was obviously a bit too much, but I like the whole concept of it um, because you're really only betting it. I feel like those t- like that type of bet, you're really only betting against like a profit injury for it not to hit. Like if we're betting on, you know, Henry's sixty yards, the chances are he's really not going to go under unless he finds an injury. Or a ridiculous um, game script like we saw in the week. Yeah, or like all that ridiculous like tampered game script, yeah, game script that we saw. Um, but I, I think it's just like you got to stick to. You just sort of got to stick to what, well, not essentially what you know, but you can't just sort of add random fillers to, like to the to the bet. Otherwise, it becomes, you know, it becomes you just guessing on things you don't you don't even really know. And I think this will only improve starting from this Sunday, whereas I've been able to get the ticket of approval from my boss for Gabe, Chad, and, and myself as editor. And I'll provide some tips as well to, to run a, an article with our prop bets and our, our suggested plays every Sunday on rsn.net.au with the launch of the new RSN website, um, which is quite exciting for the league. It'll be advertised across the, uh, the social media platforms as well. Um, I'm doing a little segment three times a week on air that I'll push to our, our segment on a Sunday. So I think that with Gabe and Chad being the experts, will really take a lot more effort um, into their research now and, and really sticking by six or seven prop, prop bets. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, well, yeah, this week, there's just, I think there's just a lot, like, a lot to change. It's sort of good to see. And it sort of happened last year, but, like, things like, um, for example, I think any times, like, I'll be doing maybe one tops, one or two tops with, like, any times in it. I think they're just such they're just such a lottery. Unless you're, doing if you're telling me, yeah, but you still you're telling me Derek Henry and McCaffrey like aren't getting in. I feel it's ridiculous. And like McCaffrey cost me, that like, cost me one. Uh, Henry almost cost me one if Lockett didn't. Uh, if Lockett did get there, but if you're telling me like the two favourite, you know, RBs to score aren't getting it, then. I don't know what to tell you. Like, it's just such a stiff loss. And like, you could have said Aaron Jones beside Kamara would have been the third or fourth favourite and he didn't, he didn't get close. Um, it was just, it's just very hard. Also, I think uh, rookie, rookie receivers need, r- rookie receivers in general need to be avoided. Like before you see uh, like a complete, um, a complete look at their offence. Um, like Elijah Moore, I think it was a just disgusting pick from the start. I backed it because I backed Chad, but I just I can't I can't fathom betting on uh, rookie receivers. Um, Kyle Pitts, you would have noticed that was never in my like never in my notes, and he was probably the most liked person on almost every podcast and betting uh, betting page that I saw was Kyle Pitts overs, but. Again, I just cannot cannot bet on a rookie tight end coming in, coming in, and just coming in and just uh, uh, 
you know, tearing the game open. Helen France, just hold me one minute. That's all right. So we've got Gibb there on pause. He's just attending to a little bit. Maybe, um, you know, Emily's calling out for a call. He's just got to uh, let her know what the go is and if they'll ever meet again. I think you might be taking it out for dinner tonight. But Gabe is just touching on Kyle Pitts. Yeah, I'm back. Yep, no worries. So you, you're just touching on Kyle Pitts, Gabe, but I guess we, we did see a historic week where three of the um, high draft picks that were first-round wide receivers in uh, uh, Devonta, Chase, uh, as well as who else was there? That they all scored a touchdown this week, all three of them, which is the first time in history. Would you yeah, trust... Chase was great. Would you trust those and three? And what, would you trust Waddle, Chase and Devonta going forward in props? Or are you just completely um, going to rule them out? Chase look good. And if you like, Burrow in his post game was, you know, first thing he said was, how about those drops? Like, they obviously back Chase 100%. There's no worry about Chase um, there, which is great. Waddle, Waddle's be hard because I, I just still, I'm still not confident that Tua is a great passing QB. Like, I feel he's a QB that's going to average, you know, 180, 220 yards a game. And, uh, yeah, they're going to be relying on tour rushing and a lot of those, uh, you know, Gaskin plays. So it's a hard one to bet with, like, Waddle. Devonta, yeah. I'd need to see more probably hurts. But, yeah, he, he looked good. Um, his receptions were were very low. I think it was three point five. So that was, I think, regardless, a pretty good bet um, in itself. But um, uh, if I just had a quick look here, um, yeah, one that I was pretty big on, or cup cup receptions over was great. Um, he's obviously the man in that offense. I think there's no doubt about that. Especially um, from a target perspective. Yeah, this, yeah, especially as a target perspective. Um, Keenan was a great bet as a lock. Uh, Damien Harris, his yards over. I was big on Dak's attempts over. Um, and it was good to see in that game that Tampa's um, secondary is pretty fucking weak. Um, most of... Oh, and a good one is underdogs in the... Uh, underdogs in game week one. Uh, besides, you were rolling on the Jags too, dude. Yeah, I was in the Jags, 100%. I'd, I'd be shocked if anyone wasn't. But um, underdogs in game week one went... Uh, the only time the underdogs didn't cover the line was the Colts and the Bears. Uh, Colts against Seattle and the Bears against the Rams. With the only two times... Were the only two times that the underdog did not cover the, the like the spread. So, um, if they're offering things like over a touchdown, like your six point, uh, your seven point fives, um, your three point fives, I think are usually pretty good markets to look at. Um, and yeah, Houston's going to be have to like one you have to watch if you're going to bet on results. But yeah, yeah. there's just a, yeah a few things we got wrong, but. Did you like what you saw from Houston? I guess we're going off topic a little bit, but do you think that maybe they could have a little bit of relevancy this season? I guess they've got that um, Mark Ingram, Philip Lindsay, and uh, DJ yeah. running back. Plus, Brandon Cooks obviously entire looked okay moving the ball down the field, albeit against the Jaguars. Yeah. 
Yeah, they did look good. I think I think the Jaguars going down like early sort of ruined their whole plan that they could like control the game with like James Robinson rushing and not having Lawrence to take, you know, these big bobbing wrists downfield. Um which I think just even benefited Houston more because, uh, yeah, Cooks just wrote, like just ran <laughs> through their secondary. He looked really, he looked really good. Tyron just looked good in general. So yeah, I don't know. Houston's D still is pretty sketchy, but I'd love to see. Like, I need to see Houston against something like a, you know, a Rams D or a like, even like a Green Bay D before I um before I yeah probably bet against or for them but yeah yeah definitely one thing I just wanted to touch on our good friend Jake um, Coke Kedagiani as media described him uh, so well last night um, found that we could do alternate receiving yards and alternate rushing yards and put them into a multi and I did a couple outlandish ones on the weekend that didn't go down by much uh, one was 20, they were 25 legs which is the max you could put in $50 bonus bets um, and one went down by three legs which was Derrick Henry needed two more rushing yards Kyler needed five more rushing yards and Aaron Jones needed 16 more rushing yards do you think that maybe like a, a safer version would say 8 to 10 at six or seven dollars could be a really good bet because it's only like you know the ones you expect like Jones 25 Chubb yeah use multi more together like I hit 23 22 out of 25 on that one and then I hit 22 out of 20 21 out of 25 now yeah no as I said before yeah I actually really do like those bets um I think obviously 25 is just ridiculous uh but yeah if you're Putting like eight of like yeah six I can six to ten is probably a pretty good pretty good range to go, and then chase that four to you know four to eight dollar range value by going you know your um like you I don't think Jefferson oh you did get there in the end I think but like like Jefferson sixty who were like Hopkins sixty and just bank on like your studs to hit it and then. Uh, people like say like you Robbie Ensons for twenty five or thirty, um, and build it like that. I think yeah, I think definitely you know a couple of them a week uh, is definitely going to be worth a shot. Uh, I got I go at yeah. I think they're the ones that you can almost like you said pick five or six twenty five plus receiving yards, twenty five plus rushing yards, and they're only you know dollar ten dollar twelve odds, and just really like you know throw the kitchen sink at it because the other one that went down for mine was $32 odds and the only ones that missed was Elijah Moore, 25 plus, Brandon Ayelk, 25 plus and AJB, 50 plus and Julio, 40 plus. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, it's exciting to be able to find them I'm surprised the sports bet let you do that. It's, it's quite unusual when it's not actually under the same game banner. Um, so props to Connor yeah. for finding that uh, very revolutionary but you mentioned one of your main takeaways is just I guess getting your combinations right being a little bit more balanced with how you go about things backing uh, your really strong selections in how will you be attacking this week when's the research for you start uh, research already started research started um, a lot last night uh, a bit today I usually do a lot of the like the game researches like the results researches early and then, like, I slowly tally what I like as the week goes on. What are you um, liking early? What, what's standing out to you right now ahead of the matchups? I guess um, Antonio Gibson could have a fair bit of rushing volume against the Giants on, on Friday in the, in, the, in the first game of the week. 
Um, yeah, I completely agree. I think uh, the thing is, I love. I'm gonna look, I'm gonna be curious to see what uh, Gibson's attempts are in game week one. Um, also, I want to point out, same games just don't hit. I think a lot of time we like. And I, like, I'll keep doing it as well, but we just Friday chase that. We chase, yeah, we chase the Monday and ice, like their Friday ice. But same games, just like, because you have to hit your touchdowns, and it's just so sketchy to hit your touchdowns that you just sort of have to hit. You're gonna have to hope they hit your yards as well. So, um, the Washington game, gonna like Gibson's probably attempts over, probably into an any time as well. I don't think Taylor. Um, Heineke, whatever his name is, um, is going to be too detrimental to their offense, um, especially because of how bad Daniel Jones is. Uh, I don't mind um, Golladay's just Golladay in general for that game. Um, Daniel Jones loves him. I know he loves him, but they do have a pretty stout, uh, a stout defense. Washington, are you, is, are you alluding to the? fact that Kenny Golladay could be maybe in for a decent season this year? Well, I'm alluding to Keenan Allen and Mike Williams just like just having a field day and you know, it's going to be wrong of me to compare Daniel Jones to Herbert because they're just on, you know, different caliber quarterbacks but um, someone's got to get volume and if Washington can get up because I don't think Saquon's going to do anything against that, that day um, I think he has to be forced to throw, and he loves Golladay. I think he loves that big, that big receiver. Um, so I think Golladay could be in for a decent day. I think Chubb's going to have. Uh, I think Chubb and Kareem are going to have nice ads against Houston. Um, I think Montgomery's going to have a pretty good day against the Bengals. Um, I think Stafford's touchdowns against the Colts just by. Like quickly looking down to the thing. Uh, not going to touch Diggs this week. The Jets and Patriots game is just sickening. Sickening. Um, I think all the early Corey Davis hype might be uh, might be lowered if he gets shadowed by Gilmore. Um, oh, just bet on Kyler. Whatever it, whatever his things are, bet on Kyler. Sorry. He's a monster. Bet on Nuke. Bet on Nuke. Just bet on Arizona against the Vikings. Again, I think they're going to put up 40. Uh, oh, bet on everyone from Tampa against Atlanta. I think that could be... Look, even alternate that line to minus 19 and a half. That's just going to be an ugly, ugly game. And uh, Dallas and Chargers is going to be a fun game to watch. I think that's just going to be a fun, fun game. What are you predicting in terms of uh, scoring for that matchup? What are you predicting for Dak? I think I actually think Dallas. I think Dallas would get up. Zach Martin's back too, so yeah, yeah, I think Dallas get up like thirty-five, thirty-one, something, just something ludicrous. Um, yeah, I think it's another big big game for the Lamb and Cooper duo. It's going to be as well, so there's going to be a lot more yeah, exceptions funneled to the 
big time. And I think, uh, yeah, if Keenan's line goes up to like 6.5, just bet on it again. I think, Gabe, like, I'm not an expert like yourself or Chad, but this season, the way Dallas's defense is looking is just absolutely terrible. So I think every week, just bet on uh, CD and Amari Cooper overs just every week, same as Dak passing us. Yeah, I agree. I don't think they'll have games where they're up by, but up by thirty and just not conceding, you know, a bucket of points. Um, because after after Dallas, oh, sorry, after Dallas, after the Chargers, they then play Philly in the standalone uh, Tuesday game, which again I think would be a nice game for like your Hurts and uh, that deplorable Philly secondary to get exploited. So. Yeah, it'd be interesting. Um, yeah, I'll have to wait till the props come out and then do uh, a big Saturday morning into a big Sunday morning of research. I just want to float a quick one out to you just in terms of Calvin Ridley and I guess the jury's out on, I guess, Matt Ryan, yes, but a lot of the backlash has been on the Atlanta Falcons' deplorable offensive line and, and Ryan was under so much pressure in terms of getting his passes away and a lot of people have been to Calvin Ridley truth this season and he did start that good offensive drive his first catch of the game with 16 yards. Do you think that maybe there's a little bit of concern around Ridley this season? Because people were forecasting to potentially be the, the wide receiver one. Would you say that his unders could be a good bet this year, the way that their offense is shaping up to be? Yeah. I, would, I actually wouldn't take too much out of that first. It's weird because Philly have like a bottom three day, so it's hard to take you know, Atlanta's offense completely from that game. Um, Against a second day that was really, really shit against Dallas, um, I feel like Ryan's going to be under pressure a lot this game as well with your Shaq Barrett's um, uh, pressuring him. Ryan got hit, I think, nine times against Philly. Um, sacked three times, I think. Uh, so, yeah, I think he's also going to have a fairly rough, like, a fairly rough game, but like, Ridley's just an alpha. Like, he'll find a way. Fingers crossed that, fingers crossed that Matty Ice can, I guess, get the ball to him because he's too good of a talent to have. Just one last one as well. Gabe James Winston, he looked a lot more in control um, of the ball throwing for 148 yards and five touchdowns. And as we mentioned on the podcast last night, it's the least amount of pass attempts to throw five touchdowns. Would you expect James to potentially be a good option in terms of yards over? And do you think that maybe he could become that gunslinger that he was? Or are you expecting James to be a little bit more uh, balanced in how he goes about things? Because they do come up against the Panthers, New England, and uh, the New York Giants, which I guess is three fairly solid matchups uh, for him. Good matchups in terms of his point scoring potential. Um, yeah, well, yeah, just an absurd. I think at one point he had four TDs. But like ninety yards or something. And yeah, something and crazy. And he threw a big bomb late in the game. Um, for yeah, like yeah. And I was just like, "What the fuck is happening?" Um, I actually think you'll see a lot of like Jameis go under your two because his line was two sixty um, on the weekend, and that was in mind as like a yards under. Just I think it was just absurdly high week one for Jameis. Um, in a day that, sorry, in an offense that has never been big on, you know, with, sorry, without, since Breeze has never been big on throwing, you know, for over 300 yards. So against the Panthers, um, 
who was just in a shit fest of a matchup against the Jets on the weekend. I still don't think Jameis would take he's not like he just don't he won't take risks. I think it's just he's still playing for his job to an extent. Um so I don't think you're gonna see him come out and just like gun slinging for three hundred yards and you know, three touchdowns, three like three interceptions like he was at Tampa. Um I think it'll be a big it'll be, I think it will be a big Kamara a big Kamara game. Um it's just they just don't really have they still don't really have that alpha receiver yet. But um yeah, would love to see what he does this week against Carolina to see how the offense actually actually moves. Yeah, well hopefully Jameis can now I guess get the ball rolling because he is at the end of the day, this is his last chance and he's proven that he could potentially be a, a serviceable QB uh, in, in the NFL and I guess Michael Thomas to come back is only going to benefit him, Gib. But before I let you go tonight, I've got a special guest that's decided to join the podcast for the last five or ten minutes and he, he just wanted to have a chat to you about a few things. Um, I'll admit oh, I'm him. going. See you, Dennis. Oh, no, no, Gabe, 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 don't, don't, don't. It's not Dennis. It's not Dennis. There we go. <laughs> At the moment, our special guest's audio is connecting. Oh, Dennis, look who it is. Give it a try. Give it a try. Give it a try. All I want to say, Gib, is... Dennis, how are you, brother? You're a dog for trying to ruin the game for me. I did not want a random call from an Asian telling me the scores when I wanted to watch at home. So guess what? I'm so glad I beat you. I'm so glad I smashed you this week. Because you, you are a pussy. You are a pussy. Shit yourself. Give it to shit yourself. Can we just talk about a couple of things, boys, before we get onto the podcast? I just want to know how Gabe got his hands on the dimmest TikTok video. Uh, do you want to know? Yeah. All right. He sent it to Charlotte Hawkins eh? like, it was like two months ago. <laughs> and then um, it was an un- like it was unedited before the whole Gib head was on it, and then like she got another version of Gib's head in it, sent it to me. It's like, hey, I don't think you'll be happy with this. Um, I've just sent a video of uh, your friend Anthony uh, with your head on his dick. And I was like, oh, just send it to me. Like, what's this about? And then she sent it to me. And I was like, Hawkins, what the fuck are you doing, bro? And then I messaged Divis, and that's how it got sent around. Oh, that's that's hilarious that you've uh, been able to get your hands on onto that. I I can't believe you sent the unedited uh, ed version into the into the group chat, Dimas. What did you think about Gabe invading your privacy and putting that on all the league members? Oh, there's no shock. Gib, I know like Gib's my mate, but well, there's one thing he he would do anything for a win, and it was just mind games. I know I know he means well at heart, but if we're playing each other, it's just mind games, and. Um, it's all for it. And where do you think your matchup was won and lost this week? You absolutely went to town on Gibby and we touched on this last night. The, the great. What do you yeah. mean won or lost, you dickhead? It was, he won by like 60 points. Uh, it, all came down to, it all came down to Tuesday morning. So I was, I was nervous. I told Comma and Gibby to go his chat. I said, I'm <laughs> turning my internet off. I watch it when I get home from work. <clears throat> because I was actually genuinely nervous. And then Gibby didn't have my number and some random person was calling me. And I... I was doing my, I was at TAFE basically for the last week and I had, um, stop really. I was at TAFE and basically the teacher said, I'll call you on Tuesday to let you know if you passed or failed your capstone. So I had this random number calling me. I was like, oh, it must be them. So I called them back and it's this person, Darren Wallace sucks. The Hollywood Brown just is injured. And then, then hangs up and I was shitting it. No, that's not how it went. You did. <laughs> I told you. I called you in the intention to spoil the game because you had your internet off 
to Anata Cold. You didn't say anything. And as I heard you ask, I was like, Darren Waller, 10 touches, 100 yards. And then you hung up. I was like, how was you, dog? dog? <laughs> yes, that and, was me. And Dimas, obviously you were going into today's game with a commanding lead over Gibb. And is it because of what happened in the grand final last year where Gabe come back from uh, lifting himself off the ground? He was... He was gone for all money and he recovered to beat you. Is that why you, you never say that a game's won or lost before it's over again? Yeah, simple as that. You, you stated it. It's, um, it's not until the last, the last game and um, anything can happen, literally anything. A team can be down by 30 points and still use their running back. So I, anything could have happened. And yeah. I'm just so glad I up. I'm so happy I beat Ib. And that's all I want to say. That's all. I just came on here to just rub it in Gabe's face. Uh, you're only as good as your last game, champions. And do you think that this is going to set up potentially what we should expect to see from Gabe for the rest of the season? Like, his team was absolutely deplorable this week. Um, he does have Chase on the bench, but he's going to obviously have to trade for, for Matt Ryan this week unless you get him first. So, yeah. um, it's, a, it's a little bit concerning for where Gibbs at. Like, Najee Harris was deplorable. Um, you, Wait, did you say Najee or... Did you no, say C eight? No, Najee. Um, oh, yes. Najee. Okay, good. <laughs> like he's, he's yeah, well, that's the that's thing. I tried getting the, the Matt Ryan off you to offload to Gibb for Ayuk, but just after seeing Ayuk's performance, it's just like, I don't even know if I want him anymore. He's probably I don't think anyone He probably should be on the waivers, really. Yeah. yeah. Do, do, do you think that Gabe can play finals, like just because of his pedigree, or do you think that maybe, like I, I said in the chat before, with the, the meme of Gabe with his head on Conor McGregor, he's just washed up and it's a fall from grace. He, he's just going crazy and swearing, like we saw last night. Yeah. He's just delusional and messed up in the head, maybe, trying to live in the past. Yeah, I think it is. And now we're getting the random three o'clock phone calls of a, a, a neigh, a horse. And I'm like, who is this? And it's just someone going, no. And I, I realise it's Gibb and he's just completely lost his head now. He's lost his head. He has gone insane because he has messaged me and goes, can I buy another share in a horse with you? Or like he goes, I'm like, do you need any help with your horse when I'm taking him to the vets, uh, when it needs to go to the vets or anything like that? So he's trying to get his, hand, his hands on some uh, some more special K. But Gabe, will you still be sessioning on the Saturday nights or do you think you're going to straighten yourself out to make sure your team, you, you, you can win? Or are you just going to keep living in the past? Oh, I've got two rings. It doesn't matter if I'm old and sick. Look, look, France, 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 France. Um, look, it's very contradicting uh, from from Dimmers because I have receipts from Saturday at one a.m. asking, "Give, give, give, can you please give us some K? Give, give, give. I'm gonna sew you by the city. I need K." Oh, if Dimmers wants to start calling no, me out, why would, special why would I go? Ah, no, 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 Dimmers. I'm talking. That's my podcast. My league. This is all right. Now, if you want to see, because I have receipts on everyone. Uh, you see, comma come at me today. Bang, comma, try that advice. Don't come at me. Dimas wanted yeah, to come at me all week. Dimas wanted to come at me. Bang, ruin the Raiders game. I, for every single person, I'll come out with the receipts. Can we just do a quick little segment, Gabe, before we wrap things up tonight? I'm sure you have plenty of time. Can we just go through, you've obviously gone through your Dagoe's members and saying that you've got receipts on them. I want to go through the other members and let me know what receipts you have on them. So we're going to start with Big Cock Lock. What have you got on there? Now, listen, why would I exploit the receipts in the alphabet? France, think about the question and think about the answer. Why would I reveal what receipts they are before they've done anything? I was trying to... Uh, France, do, you want, do you want a receipt on Gib? I do. I love it. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Let's go, Dimmer. 
just um just ask what girl it was like Pib said he's gonna wait till she's broken up because there's a dinner waiting for her. <laughs> <laughs> there's a special dinner waiting for her when she breaks up with her boyfriend. Oh, it's not just the dinner. Oh, nah, let's go dinner. Yeah, let's play this game, okay. Who was it? Who was it? Uh, Gabriel, was it uh, Emily? No, no, it was no one. But if Dimit wants to keep going, then we'll start playing this no, game. It was, just, it was just random Asian. I'll give him that. I think Dimit's got a few receipts on you, given you, 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 you're suffering. Like, you're struggling right now. Well, look, it happened, all right? I was severely in the hole. This was, this was probably two hours before that <laughs> happened. <laughs> <laughs> That's when that, that event happened. Yeah, Dimas, yeah, good one. All right. Dimas won Cuba Zero. Can you, can you tell us the story on the, on the podcast? Obviously, you, your antics have uh, caused great. Um, it's uplifted the league. It's caused a lot of banter. Can you can you go into those details of what happened two hours before the night? Um, oh, it's probably like an hour before. There's this girl with a boyfriend. And she acted like she didn't have a boyfriend. And it's just like being ridiculous. Like being ridiculous. And then write these posties, and this is I just gone like smacked one, gone, like just in a full like full hole, and then uh, um, like she's like you know touching my hand and shit, and then she, like it, uh, and then she goes oh um, no her friend goes oh yeah she's gonna see her boyfriend tomorrow. I was like what like, what was going on here? I was severely like like hallucinating, and then. Uh, and then me and my mate who was in like who was like obviously had seen everything and so like you have a boyfriend and then like an hour later she left and then um, I sent her a message like it was probably oh, what was it like 4.44 oh hang on no, I'm pretty sure that was that? yeah it was it was like 4.30 yeah it was, yeah 4.50am well, 4. I was like enjoy work tomorrow there's a dinner on me when you make the right decision to be single which was ridiculous, like ridiculous. Send. <laughs> I woke up at eleven o'clock. Like, yeah, I've got, like, I've got the message. It's four fifty. Like, yeah, I was gonna send you dog. <laughs> and and then yeah, and then I woke up going, I put, I apologize for that message. That was bloody ridiculous. Do you think that maybe you're a detriment to yourself now, Gib? Like, what was going through your head when you sent that nay video? Were you really in trouble, or were you just having a little bit of banter? Oh, I was in, I was in hell, and I saw Dimas on my. What Dimas needs to help me, and then Dimas yeah, helped me. Literally, he's a brother. I woke up to just take a piss, and I was like, you know, I'll just check my phone to see what time it was, and the, and the league chat was going off that night, and I opened it. Gib obviously saw that I was active, and I just got straight away. Yay! <laughs> I just want to play. I just want to play it for you. Um, we'll get your first reaction of what was going through your head when you, you opened this message. Oh, mum! Take me to the take me to the hospital. <laughs> mum, oh, please, oh, I'm dying. <laughs> I remember I was <clears throat> I was laying next to Matt. Well, Maddie was asleep, and she woke up, and it was just. She was fuming. She's like, who the fuck are you FaceTiming? Who's that horse? Like, it's no one. It's just Gib. <laughs> oh, that's a good one, Gab. <laughs> oh, Gab. Massive, massive podcast once again. Dimas, thank you for joining me, Gab. Thanks for going through all these punch, punching stuff. That was a 
Brilliant. Boys, I just wanted to ask you, have you been surprised at how you know, strong the league has been in the last six or seven weeks? I don't think I've had a, seen a pre-season like this before. Everyone is just oh, so invested. This, this has been... This has been the best year so far, for sure. Yeah, 100%. Aside from the first year and last year, this definitely would have been... This is definitely the best year. Um, yeah. Just I'd everyone's active. Yeah, everyone's active. There's a lot of hate flying around. A lot of people are giving. A lot of people are taking it. Um, there's obviously a couple of people that need to lift. I'm not here to call names out. Um but as an overall, just seeing seeing the farm system like pumping, um, no, it's definitely the league's definitely, you know, to the moon. I'm considered. I'm scared. Like how much money we're going to have left at the end of the season because there's been some absolute ridiculous preseason predictions made with like fifty, seventy five hundred dollar bonds. We could easily have like five grand in the kitty at the end of the year. <laughs> Liam made two ridiculous one hundred dollar bets. <laughs> Oh. France, can, we, can I just... Yes, Dennis. I just ask you one. On the topic of Liam Phillips, do you believe in his team? We were talking about it today, and he reckons having a team of three stars is better than having an all-round solid team. What are, you, what are your thoughts on that? I don't believe in his team at all because, like, Tyreek's not going to score 31.6 every week. Uh, Gallup's obviously out for a long time. And Mac Jones and Zach Wilson, I think that's their absolute peak, 17 and 22. Uh, yeah. So. He actually made a bet with Gibb, and he said, in the next four weeks, Tyreek, Adams and AK will score a total of 90 points. Is that, That's true, Gibb. Can you confirm? Yeah, that's, that's true. He thinks... What was the bet you say? He reckons those three will score ninety points easily. Oh yeah, he, yeah. And I said, yeah. And I said, all right, in the next four weeks, if they don't, I'll give forty bucks. I was actually going to go ten, but I'm sure there's a week Tyreek's going to drop like sixty, so I held off on ten. Do you think Tyreek's the wide receiver one this season? Darren, did you say Darren Waller? Oh, Sorry. oh wide receiver, not wide receiver, um, wide receiver one. Sorry, I was thinking about Darren. Um, uh, if Tyreek has nine to ten targets a game. I don't think anyone's going to get close to him. I just wanted to touch on one thing before I let you go. Like some of these like locks that people have made, and, and Gabe, you could already have to pay twenty five dollars for Houston, um, not having the if they don't have the worst record in the league. And just some of the ones that have been commented on here is you know um, Mac has locked in uh, twenty five dollars for Najee to have twelve plus touchdowns this year. Like, surely that doesn't get up. Like, that's just ridiculous. And then, like, hundred, like you said, $100 in Kamara to finish by Belvin. I think the best ones were commas. I think every single one of commas is not going to get up. I'm just trying to find out what commas were. I think they were in the reply to Max. What, what's, yeah, they were. Or they were the, terrible. What, what were commas? Can we just quickly run... Through. I'm trying to find. I'll, I'll find it. Oh, here we are. Said Higgins. Yeah, twenty-five yeah. dollars if Higgins is in the top twenty. Um, do you think that happens, Gabe? We lost Gabe. We must have. Yeah, I think Gabe's gone quiet. Um, we'll just quickly whip through these, Dibbs, and I'll, I'll conclude it. Yeah. So, Comer, got. Can 20. you hear me? Yeah, yeah, we can hear you now. Get that. Oh, think, sorry, I cut out. Do you think Comer may as well donate hundred dollars to Fines now? He's gone twenty-five if Higgins is in the top twenty, twenty-five if Deontay is in the top fifteen, and twenty-five if Cooper is in the top twelve, twenty-five if Pat is the number one QB. 
All right, we lost Gibby. Lost Gibby there. So there was, was no. Oh, so sorry, was that was that aimed at me or Dimas? That was you, yeah. Dave. Oh, sorry, yeah. Comment, yeah, comment bets are ridiculous. I love it though. I love if you're more adventurous, it's definitely better. But it's obviously not going to happen, is it? Like, come on. But it's funny. Like, it's funny because it's comma, and we get commas money. But like, it's a dumb bet. And I think Mac probably has like ones that he's not even going to donate anything. He's got fifty dollars for the Niners to make the playoffs and fifty dollars for the Ravens not to win the North. Like, Do you think the Niners make the playoffs? Yeah, one hundred percent. Really? Yeah, I think they're one hundred percent. One hundred percent. Like I'll donate like fifteen dollars if they don't make the playoffs. I, I I would donate fifty if they make the playoffs. I don't think they're as bad as everyone's alluding to. Like, Trey Sermon's going to come in okay. and take over the role. Like, do, you not... wanna, do you want to put head-to-head 40 bucks that, that I reckon they don't make the playoffs? Yeah, sure. I'll take it right now. All right. I don't think... I, I just don't think they get out of that division. And I think, I think they're, they're going to have to rely on, like, a second or third wild card. I think that they're going <clears> to... <throat> They're only going to be improved. Like, Trey Lance is going to come into that situation. And Do you think they're better than Seahawks? Probably not, no. Do you think they're better than Cardinals? No. Then how, are they, how are they getting out of the division? Rams, <laughs> Rams are better than them. Are you retarded? Wildcard. So, you, you, you're saying that... Yeah, so you're saying... No, I have no doubt that there could be three wildcards in that division. But if you're saying that they're probably not better than three of those teams... They're not, it's not going to be all four, make, all four making it. I think they're secure in the wild card. But you just said you don't, know if, you don't think they're better than the Cardinals and probably not the Seahawks. They're not better than the Rams. And they're obviously not. So Rams like, are winning it this year. Yeah, I reckon we should donate. I reckon we should take out $100 of the fines money and slap on Rams to win it. Well, I think... like, when it comes down to it, do they beat the Chiefs? Yes. Do you think that Chiefs? this... Do you think this is something that we could potentially action with Chad is to take, like Dimmer said, take $100 out of fines or 150 out of fines and do a couple of league futures bets that could potentially pay off big? I like that. We do a vote, like, group, a poll. Oh, I actually do like that. Like, do you think there's no but? There's no but. I was going to have a but. Yeah, there's no but. I well, just like think it. about it. Like, for example, commas, four locks, that's $100 straight to fines. Like, we can just mind well think... tell them to put it in there. I think we should pick four division winners. Yeah, then you, you can boost the odds and not have to like go too risky. Because Super Bowl, anything can happen. Like, I don't know if many people thought that Brady was actually going to beat Mahomes in the Super Bowl last year. No, it's like four dollars. And four a lot dollars. of people would have had the Chiefs. Yeah, they were very short price favourites. Like Gib, you mentioned that you pick one to each each division. Do you want to quickly go through and, and whip up a multi now and see what we could get for $100? Like, well, I have one. Uh, yeah, actually, you know what? That's a great call. We'll do a little live little multi-spreader. Yeah, we'll do it live um, now. Should we get Chatham to confirm? Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, so, <laughs> NFC, NFC East, do you think the Cowboys get out of that? Beat Philly in Washington? Now that Fitz, Fitzmagic's gone? I don't know that Philly's on. Sanders back. I don't know. Yeah, I think we go with Dallas. Like their defense is deplorable, but they've got the offensive power to. They have the offense, offensive power. I, I personally would lean to Washington, but I guess with Fitzmagic, that's going to be. No, nah, Fitzmagic, yeah. Um, the second one's Green Bay at dollar fifty to beat the Vikings and Bears. They got to get their shit together. They probably win each of their division games twice. The Bears look terrible. Like the Rams are obviously. The good Bears look Bears. terrible. I don't think the Vikings are good. Defense is too weak. 
Um, obviously, defense two weeks. We'll chuck Green Bay in there for a little, you know, a little saver. You know, it's actually uh, decent. Yeah. Uh, go on. No, you go. Pussy. I was going to say AFC East. Since Bills lost their first yeah, game, odds are going to be yeah. juicy. Odds are going to be yeah, juicy. They're a dollar ninety. That's so that's tough loss against Steelers. That is so that's tough. tough. Yeah. That's like um, Dolphins two seventy five. They do not. They got a. They got a. They got a good day. Uh, the Chiefs. The Chiefs. Uh, the Bills. How about, that is yeah. tough day against. That's a ridiculously high powered offense with Diggs and Allen. Um, I've skipped a few and gone to the NFC South. Bucks to get out at a dollar thirty six free. Free. So just for example, right? So I've gone Dallas Packers, Bills, Chiefs, and the Bucks all win their division. We like if we odds boost that, put a hundred on it as a collective for the league. That's twelve hundred returns, three thousand bucks. But uh, I know we won't add this in because it's way too risky. But who wins the AFC North? Yeah, I look. I looked at that, and like I like I have the Browns and everything, and I think the Ravens losing today, and the Steelers lose. Uh, the Steelers won. I think the Browns winning though is. Uh, oh no, the Browns didn't. I don't win. think the I don't think the Ravens will win it, Gabe. They have obviously had. No, I don't think. Right, really, I, I, the Browns. Really the Browns are good. The Browns pushed the Chiefs all the way until Mahomes went Mahomes mode and. Well, it was, a, it was a ridiculous turnover late in the game. Which yeah, they, yeah. Short, so they were in front. Like they were in a position to yeah, win, and yeah. they gave Mahomes the ball with seven minutes left, and Kelsey got that touchdown. So that was like the Browns were brilliant. The day's the nice. OBJ, OBJ to come back. Um, yeah, he's not the OBJ of the old, but he's the OBJ that's still going to take a very good corner and you know spread the field. Gib, did you add in the Rams? Uh, oh, yeah, in what the in the NFC AFC, NFC West? Yeah, sorry. If That's I so free. How are the Forty ers favourite? Nah, nah. Rams are favourite. Yes. Okay. No, yeah, no, they're not. San Fran's two dollars eighty. Rams three dollars. Yeah. Three sixty. Cardinals six. And the Cardinals just pulled Tennessee pants down. So you add that right? You add the Rams in there. Stafford looked unreal yesterday. A hundred bucks. Is three thousand eight hundred. Yeah, I, I rate to, that. We have to do it. I think we just have to make the executive decision. Uh, and, and that's so hot. Let's send Chad a message, Gib, um, in in the group chat, and we can then yeah. put to a vote. I think that's great. So, what were the legs? Let's just whip through them again. So it was uh, the Rams, so I've gone Cowboys, the Packers, the Bills, the Chiefs, the Bucks, and the Rams. I love that. Hundred dollars on, and we will bring home three thousand one hundred dollars for the league. Even even fifty bucks, like if we want to keep the like the risk a little bit lower, fifty bucks is still two k. I think if we do that, it's still yeah one point nine one point nine k for fifty bucks out of the fines that we can ride as a league. And as you mentioned, yeah, there'll be some absolute ridiculous amounts of money flowing through because some of those ludicrous locks. Like, I did, like, $75 if given. Oh, yeah. Like, it just, it's one lock covered. Yeah, I think that's something that should happen. And we could even... Yeah. Uh, really? Oh. a cheeky $50 on, like, um, you know, something yeah. with the MVP or something like that to cover cover off. Or, uh, yeah, just, big something time. That, just something that the league can ride as a, as a collective. Yeah. Uh, a bit of unity, I think that could be... Um, a good, a good thing. Like Kansas is six dollars from the Super Bowl, Tampa six fifty, and the Bills are thirteen. Like, do you think that it is 
between Kansas and Tampa, or could potentially the Rams like fourteen dollars prove a bit of value? Oh, the thing is, like, the Rams are good. Like, the Rams are good, and they're good everywhere. But like, like when it comes down to it, I still I still want to see Stafford and say you know Cup and Woods how they go against you know a D that is going to have some good corners and um you know like Green Bay for example like what is Cup going to do if Jair blankets him all game like they that rules out Stafford's safety blanket um or like even Steelers I'd love to see. You know, TJ Watt, Melvin Ingram, Casey Hayward, just come and bully Stafford for a game, see how see how it goes. But I love the Rams that, regardless. Do you think the Rams defense though could potentially put them in a good position against teams like the Kansas City Chiefs? Like that, um, yeah, this is high power, but they could potentially negate Tyreek and Kelsey to an extent with them two. They're always going to get breakers at some point, but I guess the Rams have that offensive ability now with Stafford instead of Jared Goff. Like, Stafford's yeah, a super uh, quarterback. Like, he's been at Detroit for years, and, like, I think he's had the second most points scored on him throughout his career. He just hasn't been given up. Yeah, it will be good. And Donald, Donald's a monster. Ramsey's back. Yeah, yeah solid day. Back. Yeah, I think um, we've uh, gone on had a pretty big podcast tonight. Plenty, plenty of value. So, hopefully, we can get this $100 bet or $50 bet for the league done and bring in 3K. Thanks for joining me tonight, boys. And another... Podcast sponsored by kidsbet.com.au. No worries. Thanks, France.